0: happy monday and welcome into the phnx sun devil show i'm anthony totry joined as yeah. always by the boys from the comfort of their own home sean Depaz, shane Divenbach, gents yeah. how we doing how we doing
1: i'm comfy mm. you look tired to be honest with you damn what yeah that's yeah that's oh. a shot what do you mean no, you i just, look tired you, you dog? Just
0: look sleepy you look sleepy that's all
1: I don't I don't know I think how to it's the lack that. it's
0: the it's the no glasses I think that's what
1: but yeah it is. that's fair. I guess you are not used to it. yeah that's what it is though. What about you Shane you rested? you good? Yeah, I'm great. I'm
2: feeling fantastic. I'm feeling like I, I'm feeling like I'm ready to hit one out of the park if you will.
0: Mm, okay mm. okay ASU baseball been doing a lot of that lately. Uh, you tweeted it out this morning D1 softball or D1 baseball has ASU at number 19 in the nation right now. After a pretty solid week, going two and one, uh, game three against UW ended up getting canceled because of the weather. Right now, there isn't any um, any rescheduled time for that game quite yet. But ASU beating GCU early on in the week, thirteen to ten, um, losing the Friday matchup to the Huskies three eight, and then turning around on Saturday and beating them eight to six. So two and one again last week, guys. ASU baseball. Sean you've been saying they're a wagon. They uh they might mess around to win the Pac-12. The
1: yeah, way they're playing they're, right now. Yeah, I don't know they're, they're less a wagon and more just like a, a long range artillery gun just just bombs. <laughs> um I mean this team we know what this team is at this point. It's just if like we've been saying if the batting shows up they're going to win. If they don't, they lose. You saw that in the Washington series. By the way, did you see how they uh they spent the day when that that Washington game got rained out? Shane? No, they do. So the Willie he took again. the boys to a Mariners game, yeah.
2: Of course. Of course he yeah. did. No, I, I didn't uh, see that. That's, I mean, I did. They, they, I don't know how much better they can get, but they definitely yeah. did just get a little bit better after seeing that team. Those, those Mariners, they're wagging <laughs> right now. Almost 500.
1: Did they win on Sunday?
2: Uh-huh.
1: There you go. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, no, we know what this team is. They're really – they're just deadly offensively. Uh, yeah.
2: Luis Castillo went perfect for seven innings on Sunday.
1: Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah. So they saw no. that. Mm. And
1: Hopefully
2: then I said, Luis days. Castillo is perfect right now. And then.
0: So uh, it's your fault. Something yeah. happened. Unlucky. Um, yeah. They ended up, funny enough, going two and one. They gave up 24 runs last week. They also scored 24 runs um, last week. You could argue that a couple different players deserving of MVP over the week but for me, the guy that really stood out, designated hitter Wyatt Crenshaw, uh, 14 at-bats, four runs, seven hits, a home run, two RBI, uh, a guy who was the epitome of just consistent. Like it seemed literally every other at-bat he was getting on base, which is huge for a team that can go yard uh, pretty much anywhere in the lineup. I- I'm, I'm curious from your guys' perspective in terms of the bats and the pitching and just the way this team is gelling right now, like have they peaked with 19 games left in the season? Or is this a team that you feel like is still on the verge of reaching its potential?
2: If they peaked, it would have been earlier. I think, I I think they've, they they've not slowed down because they're still winning, but like in terms of what they were doing before blowing teams out 13 to four, like that's when their peak should have been. I think they're just, they're just on a mountain right now going up and down and up and down. And, but they're never, you know, stooping below sea level. This team is going to be good for, the rest of the season. I think it's just a matter of how good and what that next peak is going to look like. You know, they might have peaked, but I, I, I don't know. They, I, they're getting some players that are contributing, contributing like Nick McLean, who weren't available at the start of the season. And obviously they, they have lost some players who weren't available or that were available at the start of the season as well. But um, yeah,
1: I, 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 I think it's, it's unfair to say they peaked for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, that, that, Offensively, maybe, because it's hard to imagine them doing much more than what they have done offensively. But I mean, pitching wise, you you can't say that they have. I mean, Jack in the chat saying it right in the next time, we can't say that they've peaked yet, but we still don't but we still don't know a lot. These next two weeks will be the biggest of the season for sure. Like you look at most of these series in conference that like the third game of this, which is not necessarily that much of a shot, but the third game of the series, they give up the most runs of the series. Like you it it, if you, you you would like more consistency, I guess, particularly from the pitching, obviously, but like it, it obviously hasn't mattered all that much. So I, I don't I don't think it's again fair to say that they've peaked, but they have definitely offensively have been pretty damn dominant.
0: Yeah, the pitching is still of major concern, at least to me. You look at the last game against Washington; they gave up two runs. I want to say in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, the the way the GCU game was at the start of the week, obviously a a crazy eighth inning for ASU to score nine runs and then make that just a hell of a game, right? To end up winning 13 to 10, but they started off down seven, nothing, right? Like it's tough for me to consider this team a legitimate threat when it comes time for postseason play until I see the pitching in the bullpen, man. It's, it's, It's something that we've harped on since last year. Right, is the bullpen is the giant question mark with this team. Um, and I just from like my perspective in terms of a, a confidence level, I'm still not confident enough in the bullpen to consider this team a giant threat in the postseason. Is that fair or, or like
2: uh to, to some extent, yeah, because it is, but also uh, to play devil's advocate it's not because they're 25 and 10 with that bullpen yeah. the, the, the what, what you're going to see now is as Lindsay points out in the chat there but they're, they're going to go on a really tough stretch now you got u of a you got you got oregon state um and then you have a gauntlet as we've talked about to end the season if you know if you're giving up nine runs a game but you're scoring 10 or 11 i, I don't think it matters I, I think it would be unfair to say that 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 the bullpen is a problem because they'd be winning in spite of it and not not because of it. And that's okay. Like every team has a weakness and it's, especially in collegiate sports and college baseball, like just, you just got to find ways to win. And this team has done that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, the pitching is certainly not why they're a threat. Yeah. Right. But like they are a threat because of, because of, of the offense. Um, I mean, it's just, how every sport works right like you, you have a really good you always end up getting the best offense versus the best defense in the super bowl damn near all the time like yeah that's just kind of how this thing works um now if the obviously if the bats if the bats slip at any point that you see guys starting to slump then there's obvious obvious cause for concern because like i said the pitching is, is giving you no reason to be confident so it, it is it is that necessarily the most reassuring thing to have kind of all of your eggs in that one basket. Um but at least you have a basket to have eggs in. So it 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 there's still certainly a postseason threat in my mind. Yeah. Shane, you bring
0: up a, a really good point, that I think for me and just a lot of like ASU and just I guess fans of sports in general need to remember, right? Like yes your one team might have a glaring weakness, but guess what? Everybody else, there is a weakness on every single team, right? There's not a team right now in the PAC 12 or really in the nation. You could argue that isn't, you can't poke a hole somewhere, right? And for ASU, we know how strong this offense is, the pitching, whatever side of the argument you want to be on, whether it be the starters or the bullpen or whatever, uh, like that, that is their weakness. Um, I don't think there's any dancing around it, but I mean, the bats have made up for it so far, like you guys have said. like I guess there isn't really a whole lot to be too concerned of as long as the bats continue to produce that the way they have. Um, it, it's going to be really exciting come postseason play because this team, I mean, if the bats keep going like this, if you're able to score nine runs in one inning um, or you're able to do what you get like against UW, mm-hmm. you're able to consistently put up runs like this is an asu offense like you literally have to be worried about every single inning
2: and postseason baseball for asu is going to be so strange because the avalanches of runs that happen get bigger and bigger in postseason baseball you know you know you're the knuckles get wider and wider when you start giving up multiple runs and innings and ASU can pile on but they can also get piled on and loader bringing up the middle relief is where the biggest issue is Um, as a Mariners fan I know that all too well that is that is never a good thing Um, it's great to have you know a back end of the bullpen that's really good Um, but you know if you're if you start out hot scoring six runs in three innings or whatever and your then your starter comes out and uh uh-oh bases are juiced and there's only one out and now we're tied all of a sudden it's yeah it's hard to win games like that but they've done it again they've done it like that so we'll we'll see when we I mean, obviously, you got a big test on Wednesday and a big test this weekend, and then some really big series to end the year. But he's got to win in spite of it. And 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 as Jack points out, I mean, that back end has been really good. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I mean, if I could bet on ASU baseball to score seven runs a game, I feel like I would. I'd hammer it every single time, right? Like that. Would that be the that like a fair assumption, right? The the run line would be set at seven for them total runs, team runs. Yeah. Give uh, probably yeah that's a good line it's a good team total i right, hammer it every single time guys regardless if you're betting on college baseball the nba playoffs nhl playoffs whatever do it on bet mgm if you haven't signed up yet use bonus code phnx there's a few different offers depending on where you live but for our arizona audience you guys are going to get up to a hundred dollars in bonus bets on your first wager with bet mgm here's how it works super super easy Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code PHNX. Place a pregame money line wager in the amount of at least 10 bucks on any market at standard odds price. It could be the NBA, NHL, um, college athletics, whatever. And boom, you guys are going to receive $10 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of the outcome of your wager. Just make sure that you use bonus code PHNX when you sign up. And, guys, even if you don't want to bet on the BetMGM app, guess what? You could still take in... All the fun that BetMGM has over at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. We're going to be out there for all of the Suns away playoff games. Like I said, our PHNX Suns watch party is presented by Neutral. They're going to feature food, drink specials, PHNX giveaways, and BetMGM deposit matches. Join us by grabbing your free ticket in the show notes. Check out the show notes for full offer details. And now you guys get to listen to Shane's beautiful voice.
2: For terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler, Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369, New York. Call 1 800 Next Step, Arizona. 1 800 Kansas, Nevada. 1 800 Massachusetts. 1 800 Bets Off, Iowa. 1 800 for confidential help, Michigan. Disc- um, yeah. Being uh, being safe is always good. Having a safety is always good. The Arizona Cardinals are have neither of those things. They have no. They have no, <laughs> It does. not feel safe to be a Cardinals fan, and it's. You don't have was a safety.
1: Kind of bummed I was that,
2: that going, I loved it. it. Uh, and if you want to take in all the suck that the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> provide, make sure to join us at. Four peaks at the NFL for the NFL draft uh, on April 27th at the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. Register for free in the link in the show notes uh, to take advantage of beer specials $3 Redbird Lager Pints, $5 Redbird Lager Pitchers, and usual usual PHNX specials of $3 Kilt Lifter and Wild Pints. But you got to be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly.
0: If you want to take in all the suck, that that was a crazy (laughs) way to, to put it, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt like more of a, a me transition to be honest with you um i want to talk about asu baseball in like a bigger picture right for for the program obviously this is only willie's second year but there's 19 games left in the season in asu baseball we we've already talked about how they're they're more than a wagon right they're full-on artillery at this point um they've got they're 25 and 10 overall 11 and 3 in conference, and 17-3 and three at home, right? Again, with 19 games left in the season. So I put together a little bit of a look at some of the seasons that ASU can still top with 19 games left in the season. Obviously, there's postseason play incorporated in some of these records. Just to give you guys an idea of how good this ASU baseball team is, and then obviously to the bigger question, could this be the best ASU baseball team in the last decade, right? 25 and 10 again, overall, you look at the 2022 team, they had 26 wins. ASU, if they went on Wednesday, they tie their season total with 18 games left in the season. That's crazy. The 2021 team went 33 and 22, the 2019 team. This is the one that they really have to be 38 and 19 overall best season for ASU in a while. Um, the 2016 team went 36 and 23. The 2015 team went 35 and 23 The 2014. team. 2014 team went 34 and 24 and then 2013 they went 37 22 and one guys can asu with 19 games left obviously they've got a tough stretch here can they reach the potential of that 2019 team and get that 38 win threshold
2: i mean mathematically yeah (laughs) it's tough (laughs) I think you're going to beat everybody's conference record in the past 10 years. Yeah, I think it'd be a disappointment if you didn't. You set yourself yeah. up real well, obviously, as you mentioned, 11 and 3 already, uh, and you still got a bunch of games left. Um, and the best being 19 and 11 in the past 10 years. So, yeah, I think you reached that. Uh, but 38 wins is a lot of wins. Um, yeah. I'm going to say they fall just short. I think they win 36 or 35 games. I think they stay hot, though.
1: Yeah, I, I'm right there. I, I I went through and did a real quick count. I think they'll win 12 more games, so they'd be at, at 37. So yeah, I think they fall just short. But it, I, it, it, I I don't I don't think it matters, right? Like it, it you put it in the context of where this program has been in the last few years, and and Willie and all that stuff. Like that's that's a as, a as a to have the second best season you've had in the last few years. It's a it's a pretty big W.
0: Yeah, I
2: mean, I was in waiting some- for you, Connor some of these come in.
0: some of these are they include the postseason records as well i believe so the 38 and 19 season okay um if you were able to get to 35 wins before you got to the pac-12 tournament um i think you could probably reach the 38 win mark especially if you you go into the ncaa tournament and get a bid uh but i mean shane to your point in terms of conference play right like the pac-12 is no joke in terms of division one baseball I want to say UCLA is ranked, Stanford's ranked, Oregon State's ranked, ASU is ranked, and Oregon is ranked, right? So you've got five teams right now um, that are ranked in the top 25 by Division I baseball. ASU, I want to say they've got four more series left with those ranked opponents, just taking a look at it, right? They've got a three-game series at home against number 21, Oregon State, three games on the road at number 23, Oregon, three games at home against number nine Stanford and then three games at home against number 22 UCLA. Like you've still got a lot of work to do, but you figure if you're able to get past some of those teams and win some of those series, specifically all eyes on that Stanford series, right? The, the quote unquote juggernaut in the PAC 12, a team that was supposed to be one of the best, if not the best of the nation, like.
1: What Sean, Sean, what is, Sean? It, what is it with the, the PAC 12 making us end our season with a gauntlet against really good California teams? What? <laughs> what's the deal with that i don't like it just saying i love how that clicked for you and i could like we could see your face immediately (laughs) i was was going through it i was like where have i seen this
0: before before." we have we have been here before it didn't pan
1: out well i mean it panned out well enough It it panned out enough to get a bid yeah it worked i mean listen if 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 this ASU team wants to to back their way into a postseason bid and then make some magic happen from there, it's better than the end of last season like i'm not I'm not gonna complain all that much about it
2: yeah, yeah. well, maybe they can they can do what ASU basketball did and hit a like a five hundred foot home run to win the game when they're maybe maybe a five hundred foot grand slam that's about the equivalent of Dez's shot I would say five
0: hundred foot grand <laughs> yeah.
1: grand slam yeah Against Stanford, inside, no, no, no. The it's not a five hundred foot. It's an inside the park grand slam.
2: Mm. Uh, and and it was it was on a curveball on a full count that you shouldn't have been swinging at because it hit the oh dirt, God. but you still hit it. Who hit yeah. it? Um, Willie. There you go. Willie himself. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> that's that's the only way to make this like equivalent. He said, um, "Wyatt,
0: sit. I'm the I'm the DH today. Just go first pitch."
2: Lindsay asked us before, "Who are your top two teams in the pack to win the conference championship?" I mean. I think it's the Stanford, top two right sure. now. It's ASU and Stanford. Like, yeah, that's just, I'm, 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 I'm back in the ASU as Mike Luke.
1: Uh, I, like. I am not, I'm, I got to see ASU does it in this some, against some of these real teams they are like real good teams in the conference. Um, so I'm i I'm a pump the brace on ASU, but I definitely Stanford for sure. UCLA, maybe the other ones. I mean, Oregon's really good, but they lost to UCLA. They lost that series to UCLA in Oregon, I think. So I'll go UCLA. I'm
0: going to go ASU and Stanford. Um, You look at the conference records right now in the Pac 12, ASU and Stanford are, it's ASU, Stanford, and Oregon State are the only three teams right now with double digit conference wins. Um, And I know a lot of people have been harping on the fact that ASU hasn't really played any of the dominant teams so far in the Pac 12. But like to their credit, it goes a long way to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat, right. How many times through the basketball season or the football season where we like, you know what? ASU, this should be a cakewalk. You should win this game and they don't win the game, right? Like it is tough to beat conference opponents in any sport. So to get the job done when you do is, is definitely deserving of credit. I know they haven't played Stanford. They haven't played UCLA. They haven't played Oregon. That's fine. We'll see what they can do when they get to that point. Right. But like to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat, that's what great teams do. Right, They don't fumble the bag against a, a Washington State or a Washington like like football teams, basketball teams. We've seen them do it. We've seen them go into games. What was it, last year for football season where it was a Stanford game? You guys were like, yes, ASU should win this game. And in theory, they should have. They were the better team. They had just come off a big win, I want to say, against Washington. They should have won that game. But guess what? It's tough to beat conference opponents and... Like, as much as everybody wants to say ASU sports are are just Arizona sports, they've got a curse to them. Like, they got it done. ASU baseball, they're getting it done right now. ASU football wasn't able to do that last year. ASU basketball couldn't do it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Do it. Should I point it? I'll just point it out. ASU football sucked last year. ASU baseball, good this year. Um, Okay, look
0: at ASU basketball then. Sure. At one point, they were the bet. They were at one point they were number one in the Pac-12. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And they were beating teams they should have. Yeah, yeah. I, they, I, 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 I don't know. know. They should have <laughs> well, Yeah, no, I was just they, more pointing out yeah. the the football thing. Um, no. and Connor, you can keep spamming the chat as much as you want. He brings up Gavin Turley, who I had to look up because that's just that's not a real person. That's a great name. Uh Hamilton baseball um, graduate and now on uh, Oregon State. Drafted oh. by the Diamondbacks. Ooh. Did not sign.
0: Uh oh. I love that Connor is a diehard Beavers fan and he is in
1: our chat pretty regularly. I love it.
2: <laughs> Do they call them the Beebs?
1: I don't That know. goes crazy. No. That's, that's so, nickname no be- I hear Justin Bieber when I hear Beebs. Yeah. yeah no- of, he, he had to have I meant beebs. He meant the no, V is right he, next he, to the B. He said no, Beebs multiple be- times, did not he?
2: No, he he said B E E B S, not B E A V S. Well
1: yeah, but I mean the B is right next to the V. He could have just accused easily. I know,
2: him. but 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 you would never mind. Okay. Uh um, let us know. So Oh he's trying to make beebs um, a okay, thing. Okay, so. fair enough. Yep. yep oh, he's yep. trying to
0: make beebs a thing?
1: I, I respect it. I respect it. <laughs>
0: I love how he's starting in an ASU chat to get the beat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right?
0: It's <laughs> be a thing. Hey, man. That's
1: like me on the Coyote Show trying to start a Sabres thing. Like there's <laughs> like I'm in the right market for that.
0: Sure. You never know. You never know, guys. Um, regardless, whether you are an Oregon State fan, an ASU fan, a Stanford fan, a UCLA fan, something Stanford that you guys – you're, right, you're yeah. right. They're just trees. Um, something that you guys can all get behind is Circle K, best gas station in the world, Making that claim right now, I know we've already talked about Burrito Express being the greatest in the galaxy. Right now, I'm calling it Circle K, best in the world. Um, Just your daily reminder not to sniff gas, okay? Mm,
1: Do not do it. I didn't
0: have the luxury of going to Circle K today because obviously none of us are in studio today. So I wasn't able to go grab my energy drink, which is a problem. Is a problem for me. I might have to stop after this, just drive straight from my apartment to a Circle K just for an energy drink, maybe a snack or two. They've got great deals. They've got great food. they got great vibes over at Circle K. And they've got locations just about everywhere if you guys need help finding them, okay? Head to circlek.com store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. Yes, Chris, I'm out here with those life lessons.
1: Um, well, I have another life lesson for you. Mm-hmm. if you, you, you're you out at that circle k you might miss uh some of your some of the nhl or nba playoffs and if you're one of these people with like a normal tv or whatever you probably will miss the game but if you have fubo you got dvr baby mm-hmm. uh, a thousand hours of cloud dvr so you can record the game you don't got you know you could skip, fast food forward to the commercials and catch up when you come back from the gas station not just any gas are okay circle K, obviously, uh, because Fubo's amazing. And it's amazing, particularly for sports fans. You get Bally's on there. You get ESPN on there. Um, so you can watch basically all of the postseason sports that you want to watch. Um, so sign up now. Um, if you use the link in our description to sign up, you get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. So you can, just in time to, to get, get in on the D-backs wagon before it's too late because the wagon will fill up soon because um, they are, I don't know if you know this, a wagon. Um, so check out Fubo, the best way to watch TV, in my personal opinion. Check out Fubo. Check
0: out. Fubo. Well done, Sean. A um, couple things. ASU basketball. I got a player in the transfer portal. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that tomorrow and get more in depth on that. But guys, just initial reactions to. The rumblings being true, as you put it this morning, Shane, with former LSU guard Adam Miller announcing that he would be transferring to join Bobby Hurley in Arizona State. I love a good rumble. Um, So he calls,
2: I don't know if he calls himself this or people started calling him this, but um, Ace Wolf is what he is known by now. So that is, that is his name. Uh, His name is not uh, Adam Miller. His name is Ace Wolf. A-dom. Um, <laughs> he scores points it, you just replaced dj horn with a guy that has blonde hair i don't know <laughs> if, if if we want to give a quick, quick synopsis dj horn is still at asu he just now has blonde hair and he goes by ace wolf he's mm-hmm. an alter ego no, he's a, he's a he's another score double digits 11 points a game um guard six three illinois then lsu now asu and i said it today in my tweet he can't transfer if he doesn't want to sit out another year. Being a junior, I don't know if he would. So, I mean, that's just that thinking. Get somebody that can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love it. I, I, I love it. Is uh, his pictures are fire that he took on his visit,
1: um, and yeah, he just he seems like he's going to fit in well. Yeah, I mean, you're getting a guy who started all 33 games last year in the SEC. That conference is has some pretty good teams in it um alabama i'm not sure if you heard of them they were the they're all right seed in the ncaa tournament um like this guy has has played a lot and has played real competition and that's exactly what you like to see um for a guy that that, that has got to be that is older and is supposed to have a little bit more experience um and again like shane was saying is replacing a guy with a, a ton of experience um so I just based off that alone, it seems like it, it seems like a great a great move as far as ASU is concerned. But um then yeah, and you add on top the scoring and, and again the ability to a team that it's has lost all of its scoring just about um, mm-hmm. it seems like you now have your, your counterpart for um Jamiah in the back backcourt. Yeah, so,
2: and the kind of similar game to Frankie or to, to DJ and he got younger. So it's DJ with blonde hair that's one year younger as well. Yeah. Um, also, Frankie uh, quote-tweeting this and saying, there we go, gang. So,
0: big. Yeah, I do want to get into that for a, just a quick second as to what the starting five would look like, assuming Warren Washington and Frankie Collins come back and they don't get drafted in the 2023 NBA draft or don't sign with anybody. You get Frankie at the one. Um, you get Ace Wolf at the two. Jemiah at the three. Kamari Lands at the four. And then Warren at the five, and you've got guys like uh, Malachi coming off the bench, Alonzo Gaffney coming off the bench.
1: I was gonna say you waited too long to mention Alonzo Gaffney's name. Well,
0: I forgot. I'm like, is there a world where Alonzo Gaffney starts with Warren coming back? And I'm like, probably not. Uh, but I mean, Alonzo
2: Gaffney's better go get a bag somewhere.
0: Stop it. He needs to. He needs to <laughs> He's stay gonna Go get an NIL at Ohio he needs, State. He needs to stay. i here. Would cry myself to sleep. Uh, but I would, I would say ASU again probably needs. Probably two more transfers in my mind to, to feel comfortable going in the next season. Right now, it's still regardless of what you have for a starting five, uh, you still need some help. So we'll see. How yeah,
2: I mean, <laughs> you have two incoming freshmen. You I know, always forget have, about those two. You have three guys in the portal now, officially, not basically officially, right? Three, pretty sure.
0: Nunez, who are the no, no, no,
2: no, three, three, you got from the portal,
0: you got Malachi. Kamari Mar- and Miller. Yeah, cool. so
2: three. Yeah, so three, um, and you're talking to a lot of people. Um, I'm pretty sure they have a, you know, another couple guys coming in to visit in the next couple of weeks. So they'd a big guy. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah, you
1: definitely want to see. In addition to the front court, I'd say.
2: Yeah, there are some. There are some names. There's also a. Let me find this guy's name really fast. Um, a freshman, I believe, or an incoming freshman, a 2023 four-star, uh, yeah, USC signee Silas Damari Jr., uh, released his letter of intent, um, and is reopening his recruitment. And when he was in to decide his top three, I believe ASU was one of them. So that's a, that's a name to keep an eye on as well.
0: Hmm. Um, one guy, I have no idea if ASU has reached out to him or not. And there's a little bias here because he went to Notre Dame, um, but big man that entered the portal from Notre Dame, Ben Allen. I don't Lubin. want
2: a Notre Dame big man. I'm just he, gonna dude, say he's that a right power now.
0: forward and he's got a mask. Give yeah. me Lubin.
2: That sounds like that sounds like hell on earth for me. That sounds like because <laughs> that, that, that sounds like a guy that, that that will that will give me five rebounds a game, two points, and attempt three sky hooks every two weeks. And you're just like, what are you doing? What st- I don't like how you play basketball.
1: It, it, it sounds like a guy that will aggravate you in a, a way very similar to Alonzo Gaffney no so no no
2: it, the uh, it's it's, a, it's the anti gaffney it's the boring like the anti-Gaffney. Mm, he just kind of yeah cuz gaffney's like he'll make you mad but he's trying really hard and sometimes a little too okay, hard fair. this seems like a guy that's like i must put ball in basket with no <laughs> athleticism
0: so he's a robot
2: that's what I've never seen him play, so I literally have no idea. But when I think of like tall white men from – he's white, He's not right? white. No. Oh.
0: On, I was now. thinking yeah.
2: Luke Herring-Gote. That, that's the first thing I thought of when I thought of Notre Dame.
0: Nah.
1: Hey, <laughs> he's uh, like, saying, he's like Notre Dame, still on the table. white power forward. Huh? Hunter Dickinson Dickinson's still on the table. Just that,
0: would be, that would be fun. Don't that would be shake funny. your head like you would be mad if he didn't
2: come. No, I wouldn't. There's just zero chance he's coming to Arizona State. There's
1: funny me I don't know how fun it would be it would be fun it would be it would be fun, fun. he's Are the number one me? transfer right now well I mean it would be fun in, in, as far as basketball is concerned but I think he's a clown so
0: well I feel like he's probably not going to ASU it seems at this point every other basketball transfer decides that they want to go to Arkansas um hey. so Ar- hey. they're cooking
2: yeah. they've been cooking they've August. been they've been driving they're just yeah. they're driving to go cook
0: I'm ready to put um, the uh the Final Four, bet in now that Arkansas makes the Final Four. We did
2: this last year.
0: Yeah, I mean i down re- for it again.
2: <laughs> they're I'm the thing is that, that last year they were so they were supposed to be so good because of their recruiting class. So they're very young, and you know they're they're losing guys like um like Black and what's his face. So I, I think they're getting a little, work, but they're getting older. Welcome to the Arkansas Basketball Podcast.
0: So <laughs> what we do? Somebody called Jalen Graham. So we need to get into. Um, Anything else on ASU basketball? Um, before we move on. We're still waiting on... uh, Joshua brings it up in the chat. Puff Johnson.
2: They've Um, talked to him. I don't know.
0: From what I've heard, they're a little bit less confident um, in in Puff Johnson committing to Arizona State than they were after he visited. Um, So we will see how that kind of plays out. But still up in the air, a Puff Johnson commitment would do it for me. You would... You'd have my blessing going into the season. So good. Um, That's what I know. I know. I know. For. I know they, it's they, a to tree blessing. That's what everybody should should truly be striving for. Um, you've got it. Shane's got my blessing. Sean does not have the blessing quite yet. Um, it's, the, it's the tired look, man. I'm sorry. It's put the glasses on. This and It's
1: unbelievable. Okay.
0: All you have
2: to do. All you have to do to get to tree's blessing is make fun of him. Apparently.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Apparently, because I defend his
1: ass all the time, and I was out here taking shots. <laughs> Listen, man. It's cold, world.
0: It, it is what it is. Okay. Uh Lindsay brings up a great question in terms of the spring game. And I want to get to your guys' thoughts on that because I definitely have something to say about it. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Burrito Express. Bow, 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 bow. They go crazy. There's some at the office, which I am so looking forward to getting to tomorrow. I Give had me some- a little I as well. You guys so went to the cool. office and got burritos and then just went home?
1: well I more mean, or less we had a meeting and everything yeah we we're there for work but nobody delivered
0: me a burrito that's tragic um guys burrito express the best breakfast and lunch burritos and dinner burritos snack burritos whatever you want to call them dessert burritos dessert, dessert burritos, time burritos. crazy Ooh, time burritos. Jade, we didn't tell one. you sean and i have a phenomenal business idea that we're gonna run Ooh. by you at some point but shh, literally chef's kiss guys burrito express they got locations all over the valley check them out while you're at it go ahead and give them a follow on social at burrito exp
2: yeah definitely do that are you guys just not going to tell me until after the show
0: yeah 100 i don't want anybody listening back to this and being like that's a great idea it is a pretty good
2: idea
1: we cannot have people stealing it
2: okay um well we were i mean we're about to talk about the spring game and we were at one great place before the spring game and that was the illegal Pete's on Mill um th- those margaritas are oh, a little yes, dangerous sir. we were spilling them on the tables and strange. Stuff. <laughs> uh yeah yeah the second the countdown started I just falcon punched my margarita the... <laughs> yeah I falcon punched my margarita um definitely the margaritas are definitely better in your stomach and not on your table but yeah, yeah. It's fine uh, because I got another one to me because they're only $3. And there's happy hour all the time at Illegal Pete's. Um, just a bunch of great options to customize the perfect way to eat um, and to go on a culinary adventure. Um, so to book your catering order, head to catering.illegalpete's.com. Um, it's just your go to spot for, for burritos and whatever whatever merch. else. You know?
1: I got a compliment yeah, on merch. this
2: first today. Their merch is insanely fire. I have a this sh- is I have a like a nice shirt. I, uh, yeah, they-
1: shirt. I like how it looked today.
2: I have a couple <laughs> okay, Sean. I have a couple legal pete shirts. Hey, self-confidence, favorite- baby. My favorite one is welcome to the Gloactagon. And
0: it's like a <laughs> what? Off- that's off- that's off- that's, off- that's no. a real shirt. Well, haven't I seen yes. you wear that yet? That's so awesome. Because right,
2: you don't pay attention to me. I've worn it like three times in the office. I've worn it once on our show, actually.
0: I'm gonna be honest with you, I have not seen you wear that shirt either. Yeah. Can you, you find proof of it being on a show that I was yeah, also on? I'll send you the link. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Spring game attendance. Let's get to that. Uh, Obviously, Kenny Dillingham, from the point that he was hired, said that he wanted 40,000 people to be at the spring game. If you saw videos, pictures, or were at the spring game, then you know that you were just short 40,000. Just short. (laughs) Just shy. Just a couple people shy. Um, Look, there were more people at that spring game than I have seen at an ASU spring game in the past. To Lindsey's point, in terms of does it reflect anything about the fall? I don't think so. I think it is going to be a tough sell to get people to go out there and watch your team just kind of run through plays. Obviously, it was interactive as as most, as most best as Kenny could, could really make it. Um, I think ASU did everything possible to try and get people out there, right? You had the Bustle with the Boys podcast, guys. Coaching, obviously the players, like you've got some new quarterbacks, you've got some talented returnees that I think – were definitely worth people seeing. Um so from my perspective, I was pretty disappointed that there were obviously 40,000 is a lot. Um uh, but that there just wasn't more people, right? Like you want this team to be good, you want this team to feel supported, you want to build a juggernaut, you got to get your ass out there.
2: Yeah, but I mean, first of all, April in in Phoenix in tempe yeah. and I know it was it was it was awesome out. It was 85, but Still, the days surrounding it, the the hot sandwich that was that Saturday. I mean, it was like ninety and ninety on the other yeah, side. I mean, of I you were still sitting right in the sun. Like, and still and you're right. Yeah, you're right in the sun. <laughs> so look, I, I'm. I mean, you can't really dog the fans. Obviously, like I would. I would have hoped there were more. But you're coming off a three win season. Like, I don't care how much a head coach tells. Uh, like ASU fans still don't believe shit. They got they got yeah. to see it first. I think you need to, You need to put together a really good product on the field. Um, and I actually think Saul put it really well on Twitter. Um, he had a thread about the fans and, and on both ASU and U of A, basically saying it doesn't matter. Like support support the team. And I think if this team get supported during the season. None of this matters. You know, you win four or five games to start the year against really good teams. I mean, shit, you, you win three games in a row and then you have USC at home, right? Like that could be a huge game. So, win games. I think you're fine. Uh the transfer portal is going to tell you a lot uh about like if if you see players staying and like no one departs, think you got a good thing going at ASU. Doesn't matter what the fans think yeah. right now
1: yeah i i i yeah i chris said it in the chat that winning is going to affect the numbers not spring like i don't i really don't care all that much i mean like shane said they're coming off a three win season like it, it all the fans have to go on so far it's just kenny's word essentially and i don't think with considering what asu fans have been through i don't think that's enough um at this point it's not enough uh, um so you get the fall and i think it'll be a different story um and also, like let's let's be real about what spring games are. Like Shane kind of mentioned, it's kind of like kind of just running through. Like it's not that like it's not that fun, and it's and especially in a city like Phoenix outside of football season, like it, it it's not an ideal time to try and get a bunch of people to a, uh, to what is pretending to be a football game, especially when you look at what the the sp- the spring game was last year, which was not a game at all like showcase <laughs> it, yeah it was, it was yeah it was literally the spring showcase like there, there was not a lot of reasons for people here to think that they would like enjoy going to something like this despite as much just as kenny would say it um i think they'll learn like i think they will realize that that it, it, it is something worth going to and it's fun and this team is good. Um, but especially with all the transfers, it was a really, it was really unknown. And I, I understand people not necessarily wanting to go, even though it was free, wanting to go out there and sit in the sun for something that they didn't really know what they were getting themselves into. Um, but I, I think you give Kenny time with this program. And I don't think that will be the story forever.
2: Yeah. And that game was awesome, by the way. I had a yeah, lot of it, fun was, watching it was for sure. We saw a Philly Philly uh, on fourth down or third, third down. When the team was winning, uh, yeah. thank you, Will Compton, for the play call.
1: And it was that was a joke, but it does seem like that the, the team is going to be pretty aggressive on um, well, <laughs> fourth. Well, they they've shown it outside of that, like yeah. the, like, the sorry, situations sorry, that right. they're yeah. show. Yeah, they've shown outside of that, like the situations that they're going for it on third or fourth down is is uh, yeah, they're, they're going to take some chances, which I like.
2: Yeah, I, I was going to say I don't think Will Compton's going to be calling plays, but uh,
1: I sure hope. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> uh, Jesus, so do I.
0: Uh, no. Yeah. Look, it's say Money what you want well. about the attendance. Stop. Uh, you get to fall and it's a completely different ball game. Um, just football's more in the air, right? Like
1: uh-huh. I think
0: that'll be your time to really get a good idea of what the attendance is going to look like. And Chang, you brought it up. You got three games to start the season. You win those three. You should expect a sellout against USC at home. <laughs> the reigning Heisman winner, Lincoln Riley, Former Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury expects to be in attendance. Obviously, um, like take care of business just, early on. I would hope he's in attendance. <laughs> I mean, you never know with him. You never really know if he's going to show up. Um, maybe for ASU's defense, it'd be great if uh, Cliff would call a couple plays to start that game. That'd be awesome. Stop it!
2: Yeah, I th- what do you do? You like anybody, toe tree? Um,
0: yeah. yeah. Listen, uh, for, my, everybody, for everybody listening. Seven Colorado players have already entered the transfer portal since the window opened. Because they, you, know you, they're hey, not going to hey, have
2: jobs. You know, you know what? It, you know what it's looking like. It, it's looking like Dion is rent free in your head. No, with how much you're talking about it, yeah. What?
0: I'm just, I'm just delivering the news here. That's all. People, mm. people ask me. They're like, hey, how many players entered transfer portal from Colorado? <laughs> I'm like, look, I got gotcha. you. That's seven to ASU's two. All I'm saying.
2: Coach is hey, just on the on the street corner in, in just, Boulder, just yeah. going. Hey, anybody leave yet? Anybody, <laughs> anybody leave yet? anybody Anybody in the portal?
1: Hey, Dion. This anybody in the portal? Any more Gucci bags, Dion? It's about to be like a Watergate scandal.
0: They Absolutely. were Louis bags, okay? They Deep were Louis. It wasn't them. Gucci. Do
2: you watch? Do you watch Dion's like, like Card keeping up with the Kardashians?
0: No. Got my buffalo. Oh, I'm
2: asking Totori that because
0: he got knows my every buff- detail about him. My my buff sources inside the the Sanders home. That's all I'll
1: say. Inside the oh, home, inside oh, the right. Sanders home. Okay, uh, let's, guys,
0: let's let's log off before you yeah, say anything. anything else <laughs> before uh, we get out of here?
1: Anything else before? <laughs> My name is Anthony Totri, and I have
0: wiretapped the Sanders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll take I'm that Anthony as... Totri, and I'm an enemy of the state. <laughs> <laughs> guys, if you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at X underscore <laughs> sunlevels. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You could follow the small man Shane at Shane you could follow Sean DeBoss at Sean underscore pause.
1: Uh, Not spying on coaches in the Pac-12, as always. We will see you guys
0: Tuesday at 2 p.m. But for now, guys, enjoy the rest of your Mommy Monday. Peace. What the fuck?